our 10th episode of the UC Side podcast and our last episode of this really cool season we've had. And the four hosts are here today to just chat about this last year and what the experience has been like and what insights and things we learned through doing this podcast. So I'm Anna. We also have Laura with us. Hello, everyone. We have Felina. Hello, everyone. And Millen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 10th episode. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We're hoping to see you in season two. Yeah. Yeah. We are planning a season two. But in the meantime, let's hear your thoughts on season one. I wanted to share with you the process and the evolution that I've seen while we've been recording all our episodes and what this has meant to me as well. So as some of you may have heard in the first episode where we were saying why we wanted to start our podcast, I think that I mentioned that one of the things that I really enjoy when I'm with people is just like getting to know their story. And at the beginning, it genuinely was like that, you know, like, oh, I got to meet these awesome women and I'm going to be talking about like the struggles that we have had during uh, grad school and the things that we wish we have heard sooner uh, from people that are in higher positions or like that are our mentors and that we look up to. And well, anyways, the point is that now um, I've learned so much and I've even gotten proud about doing this, you know, like facing a lot of fears because I remember one of our episodes was discussing about the challenges of sharing science in English as a second language, right? Some of you uh, can tell I'm not, uh, English is not my first language. And it is not only that I've struggled during grad school, but of course, when I'm doing my work, I not only have to think about doing the activity right, but also making sure that I'm uh, sharing my story as I'm supposed to. Well, anyways, I think that I'm very proud that we got together and we're doing these. And even though that everyone here is so busy with so many things, we're taking the time to talk about this, you know, like opening this space for us that I think that for, Sorry, I was just gonna say that for now, I feel like it is very personal, right? Like we keep putting our time and effort on getting to meet other people. And I think that we're getting so much out of this, right? Out of these conversations, um, getting to know other people's stories. How did they get there? You know, like probably what you're going through isn't something as unusual as other people are going through. And that has meant a lot to me. And that's why I keep doing this and I keep enjoying our episodes and I hope that you're doing it as as well mm-hmm. yeah for me it's been a, a really cool learning experience for sure from getting to know uh, you know from the very first episodes just talking about the challenges of being international students thanks to you three you've really opened my mind to all these struggles to just you know issues of uh, women in STEM and uh, we realized that this season has been only girls being interviewed for the podcast But that's, you know, our own personal experience as women. That's the first thing we we went towards. And we're hoping, you know, in the future to open it up to to other groups uh, and other genders. (laughs) But, I mean, I think it was uh, pretty important for me to... Even the interviews we did so far with the professors and Brittany, the grad student, 
and each other just to to give a voice to to people who could be mentors for our listeners we've learned from some some of the episodes that we recorded that mentorship is like the number one thing to make it through this to like deal with imposter syndrome to to be able to make it in this uh in this career so it's been a really really great experience and i really hope that our listeners were able to benefit as well something else that i wanted to bring up is that um i've also felt the responsibility of sharing an opinion right uh, of being educated in a topic that not necessarily um i've experienced or you know like i don't want to be talking for other people without actually knowing about something so something along these episodes that I've tried to practice is to listen to other people's opinion and, you know, like just share my perspective. But at the same time, I felt like I've been educating myself during these episodes. So that's something that I've been enjoying a lot. And thank you all guys for bringing your input to this. Mm-hmm. No, um, it's just been a journey. Um, it's the 10th episode, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Um, I've learned a lot from my co-host over here and from the speakers of the host that we invited. Um, like it gave me a fresh perspective about so many stuff. I just just having these open conversations, right, about mental health, about as Anna mentioned, imposter syndrome, or like life as a graduate student, or or the hurdles that you go through in order to achieve your goals or aspirations, right? I mean, the speakers that or the host that we invited they have been through a lot of hurdles but you know they they they're, they're successful now they're they have a family or whatever they're just like really happy where they are so so he listening to their stories and then just just you know um applying them in in our current life because we're we're, we're still graduate student we we have a lot to discover in our life but just not stopping or thinking that this is it that there is so much out there to explore right you know that deep down but sometimes you forget because you get so lost in that grad life so it was a really fresh perspective and i'm definitely gonna come back to these episodes after a couple of years and i'll, I'll think mm-hmm. about it and then you know it's 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 gonna be an amazing memory a lot of nostalgic memories for sure one thing that happened for me is uh I learned a lot. So as my experience as a grad student, you know, I, I worked very closely with just my supervisor. And um, I, f- I found I only had that one perspective about, you know, academia and the like supervisor and um, student relationship. And then talking to like Selena's supervisor and Selena's husband's supervisor and then Belinda, it just like opened my perspective so much to the point where like I might be like reconsidering maybe I do want to work in academia and this is like thanks to this podcast because there's all kinds of different styles of supervisors out there um just because you have a certain experience with the one you get and I did the uh, the fast track program I went from master's directly into PhD mm-hmm. so it's been the the same supervisor So I'm uh, from just this season one, I'm going forward with uh, with, you know, a career in uh, maybe academia. I'm probably going to do a postdoc. And of course, I'm going to find somebody that really cares about EDI, like just having talked to the profs in the department or in the school that do it. It's really inspired me personally. So selfishly, I will say thank you to us. (laughs) 
<laughs> for helping me. I'm so, so happy for yes, you. That's, that's amazing. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, for me too. And the first thing, I met three of you amazing people. <laughs> so in my grad life, I have a good memory. Oh, I met these three amazing girls. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing I got from podcast. And the second thing, I got practice to talk in public, I think. Mm-hmm. So all of us had like some personal fears I know yeah. yeah so all of us had like some personal fears and I think now we are getting better as mm-hmm. we discussed like in last episodes we were so good doing yeah yeah so and as Anna said yes I also want to like consider about like maybe doing a postdoc in EDI I'm really interested about that yeah, yeah. so it's really good to meet like a lot of different people coming from different backgrounds and like how they were like winning the life and like how hard was it for them and that mentors advices we got so it's amazing to listen to their stories and especially I like the two first two episodes we did so about the accent and the other one of the article we read and we discussed Mm -hmm. I really like those two yeah so hopefully in season two we can broaden it and get more people invited not only the women like Mm -hmm. uh, everyone yeah. who is underrepresented maybe yeah. yeah yeah looking forward to that yeah the uh it's interesting the accent thing really came back when we were interviewing dr hayne because she has a little bit of a french accent and she was telling us too how much uh, she sh- she's struck. she's she's she also feels uh very self-conscious about it mm-hmm. but she's you know to us when we listen to a professor with an accent it's yeah, that's the that's yeah. when I was talking with her. That's the thing I was thinking. Always, I was worried about the accent I have, yeah. especially when because I want to go to academia. I was that's the only thing I was worried. Like people, students will understand it or not. Mm-hmm. Like when I see Dr. Hines' personality and like everything, okay. So we never notice that she have accent, right? So mm-hmm. you only think about her personality and what she do for the department. So like. Yeah. It was a really interesting interview for me. <laughs> yeah. It's so good listening to all of us, right? Um, how we are showing appreciation to our the people that we have interviewed, but also the co-hosts that are sharing this space with us today. And um, I wanted to publicly commend Anna's work that she's been doing so much. Uh, she has been helping us with so much behind the scenes, which for the people who are, don't have a podcast, this is a lot. And we enjoy talking. This is the easiest part, right? For some people, because I know that it is also hard to be in front of the mic. <laughs> but all the work that is behind uh, putting together the podcast and the episodes is a lot. So thank you very much, Anna. And for especially for like thinking about this and getting the initiative yeah. for this podcast. And yeah, but I couldn't have done so it. Thanks so much, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's also one of the most enjoyable things I've done all year. <laughs> I love the, the positive environment that we're here right now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's such a comforting space right yeah. now. Well, you know, post-pandemic, I feel like everybody just went into this weird seclusion, you know, the, this term like social distancing, which yeah. when I first heard it was appalling. I'm, yeah. I'm like, these are two very different things, social distancing. Yeah. And we all kind of just, you know, my group meetings are still online. We're still kind of like, it's like we, we got scared of 
connecting with each other and being in a room together. And I feel like the four of us and our interviews, even though sometimes they were on Zoom, it still just like brought this cool togetherness and connectedness. Yeah, like we we like some some weeks we were all super busy, but we still like like today Laura's bike just got stolen, <laughs> but she's here, <laughs> and you know I appreciate that so much. Like all of us have been, you know, Selena, Milan, and me, we're going through, you know, our last years as grad students, and and it's hard. You put a lot of stress on your own shoulders, um, but just coming together to talk about these things, it's. Uh, I should thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Your perspectives have uh, taught me so much too. So, no, that's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. And I think that we would like to hear our audience' uh, opinion about everything mm-hmm. and see what their interests are right now. Right. So, if you can leave us a comment um, in our website and also in Spotify, or email us. Like, there's an email ID in our bio. Please email us. It would mean a lot to us because because hearing feedback is always nice, right? So we want to know like both negative and the positive aspects. We just don't want to hear the positive stuff. Yeah. If you if you feel like we you want us to change anything, let us know. If you want if you liked something, if you want to hear something, we're really open to any kind of views. So please reach out to us. Tell us. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. This is a learning curve for us, right? Like the season one, we just start. I. I don't know personally for me I have never done a podcast so yeah. that's a very big start for me and hopefully in season 2 we can incorporate all their comments and the feedback yeah, yeah. no for sure yeah yeah well now that uh, the uh, gratefulness and thank yous are out of the way <laughs> how about we just catch up a little with everybody I know for example Laura just started a new job can that's, you tell us about that that's right um it's been almost a month now um I wanted to switch from a position where I was doing a lot of research to something more engineering related um and I got the chance to do it and I'm very happy about that it was a tough transition all the process about um putting myself out there and while you're working looking for a different job that is definitely time consuming and you feel like Um, it's taking forever, right? Like you apply to so many jobs and you still don't hear back from them and you're like, wow, I thought it was gonna be easier. But no, I didn't hear back from a lot of people, but when I did, I felt like I connected with a few of the people that interviewed me. So that was good. And now I'm working in something in a, in a consulting company is in oil and gas. That's something else that I also wanted to explore because here in Alberta, Um, chemical engineering is very linked to oil and gas and I felt like if I wanted to expand my knowledge at least to chemical engineering or process engineering I needed to stay in that field and that's something that I like personally so uh, I don't know like if I ever shared that I was working in a civil engineering field so I felt kind of like I wasn't But I felt like I didn't inherently belong, but because I was doing research, I did, right? Yeah. So that part I like, but is I always felt like, oh, the big picture, I wasn't getting it. I was getting more like the more detail. Mm-hmm. So um, yes, like the process of interviewing for a different company while you still have a job that was like juggling, which is the best time. 
And now that I'm in that position, uh, in that new role, it's been a lot of learning and also finding a balance between learning and getting things done. Mm -hmm. Because at the end, you need to get things mm -hmm. done, right? Mm -hmm. um, you feel like you're in a completely different field. That's how I feel right now. Like many things are new to me. Um, but I'm very curious. So I try to let myself be. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ask. And I ask to people and I just like try to learn as much as I can while I'm doing the activity without thinking that it's taking me too long just because I'm going out of the way to complete the activity. But as you can see, this is still taking me some time. <laughs> um, I'm kind of like making peace with that. Um, and also um, something else that it's been different is that I changed my coworkers. I have now new coworkers and I realized that one of the things that I really liked about my previous company was that we were a small company. The team was very supportive. Mm. We actually, because we didn't have a lot of like uh, age, the age gap was very small. We were kind of friends, right? Mm -hmm. And I still, I'm trying to keep in touch with them, but it is a little bit tough. Um, and also realizing that I miss them, mm -hmm. you know, like, and the day that I left, I was feeling like I was feeling in peace because I felt like I'm leaving the job, but I knew I was going to see them again. Mm -hmm. And now that I don't have them, it's like, I miss you guys. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, also kind of like every time you're in a, in a new environment, how you like kind of like take smaller steps to let yourself be because you're not sure how other people are going to take it and i've been just like doing things online so anna as you were saying like for me like that's been a big change in my previous company i was going there every day i saw everyone mm -hmm. i kind of like associated a face to a voice mm -hmm. and now everything is online with a camera that is taking me like oh my gosh it I'm, I'm like a grandma, like I'm not a, a millennial. I need to see people. Yeah. I go every day to work, no matter what. Yeah, but thank you very much for asking. Yeah. I love sharing <laughs> my story of like changing jobs. Well, that's a, I wonder, cause I guess in our careers we'll have to do that, right? You start somewhere and you said you really loved the people you worked with and the company, but at some point you had to make that decision for yourself, right? Even though I like this, I want to grow in my career. Did you find that really hard to, to first of all, make that decision to be like, I like it here, but I need more than this. And secondly, how do you gather the courage to tell your boss that? <laughs> Those are um, questions that I struggle with a lot. Yeah. Uh, the first one, there is a lot of guilt on changing jobs. Mm -hmm. I had to talk to a lot of people and I'm so glad that we are doing this. Like as we've been talking, like having mentor mentors out there and having people who have set that example, it is so good because they remind you, you're not betraying the person. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned, we were such a small team that to me, the company actually represented people. Like I never, like those were things that for me meant one thing. Like if I'm betraying the company or if I'm leaving the company, that means that I'm leaving them, mm -hmm. right? And then there was a lot of talking behind that. Of course, like, mm -hmm. hey, uh, you're thinking about your career, like you're thinking, like it is not that you are leaving them you, mm -hmm. you are working i mean you're doing work for um 
the purpose of making someone rich, right? Like this is a like our system is not, you know, like oh we are. Mm, I forgot the name of that. Like, but you know, like we're making profit, mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. what oh, mm -hmm. what this is about, right? Mm -hmm. And it was so tough when I talked to my boss because uh, when I presented the notice of resignation. We, a week before that, one of my co-workers has done it. Yeah. So I felt like I was kind of like helping the company sink. Mm -hmm. And my boss yeah. took it so well yeah. that uh, it, reminded, it reminded me of like how grateful I was to either. You know, like he was like, I completely understand that. Um, I know that at this point in your life, you just want to explore like what you like best. And the answer that I got from them it was so good that I felt like, you know, I just wish you all the best and as I always had. And I'm, I'm so grateful that I got that support from them. Yeah. At the same time, he kept it also very professional, mm -hmm. asking me like, like questions of like, what, what were things that you wish you had had in this job? Mm -hmm. Like, what are the reasons, you know? Mm -hmm. And is there anything that we can do to keep you here? Which was like, oh my gosh, I felt so fortunate, so right? validated too. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was very tough, Anna. Like yeah. that, like, and of course, because you do this internal talk and you're like, they're gonna hate me. You yes. know, like they're gonna, they're gonna hate me. They're never gonna forget me. Yeah. And like, personally, I like to be liked. Yeah. And well, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. But that's lucky for you because I know some people that have had to switch bosses, you know, for their own mental health and just clearly <laughs> because they're switching out of that career like the, it's toxic already so trying to quit you get like guilt tripped and of all that course. so it's good to remember that it's actually valid to you know make a change for yourself i think uh if we ever do like postdocs then uh it's expected that you only stay there one year mm -hmm. at a time so that's kind of makes it easier <laughs> to be like okay my year's done I, I'll, I'll go try something else but yeah, for sure. if you go straight into industry you still have to do that like I hope to god none of us just settle with the first job we find I don't think that happens anymore to be honest no? people change after 2-3 years yeah. because you want a high pay raise like you know yeah, exactly. and also sometimes you just want to explore different roles right exactly. and then yeah. and then also like different industrial culture right or mm -hmm. not even industry anything right any yeah. company I yeah. I feel like this is not a trend in our generation. This used to be during our parents' generation. Yeah. Like my mom and my dad, they both... <laughs> my dad started with this one job and then he got on different roles within the same company and, they, and then he retired within the mm -hmm. same company. Okay. And my mom, she changed like two, three jobs. But then when she got a government job, right, you know, mm -hmm. she became a kind of like a professor. She, you know, mm -hmm. she, But I think when you were in like that... Yeah. Role, you just don't leave, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah, she that's... was just there yeah. until she retired, so. Yeah. Well, I wonder how much of that staying is just from, uh, you know, that old school mentality of just like, you know what, I got, I, I'm here, I'm just going to persevere till the end because that's what adults do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, our generation, we're like, well, you know. Maybe there's better. I yeah. don't know. Like, let me try. That's right. I'm an engineer today, but today, tomorrow I'm a consultant. And the day after I could be a... Yeah, it's more like getting experience, like, mm -hmm. right? So for me, I would like to, like, experience every possible thing I can do. So then 
at the end of my life i'm not going to like regret like, oh, yeah regret like okay i didn't try mm. this one right? yeah exactly well even just like our interviews with some of the uh, faculty here that are mothers and they felt fine just taking a few years to do the motherhood thing and then going back or even you know yeah. so it's, it's kind of nice to be in this age where it's very accepted to to switch around try different things no one's gonna think we're a flake <laughs> <laughs> what about you um how's been your year like what major changes have you had or i don't know like what are those things that um have kind of like marked this year uh for me i went for two conferences <laughs> in the summer congratulations yeah, and in one of them i got like as a best speak a student speaker no way so that's kind of the thing made me happy in my grad school Oh, that's super yeah. cool. That's so good because like for yeah. grad students, sometimes we really need a break to actually recognize all the hard work yes, that we put in, like that we put on mm. something, right? Yeah. So especially when you go and show your work, that's so good. And like having the opportunity to do that. And you, did you go in person? Yes. Nice. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Where was the conference? US one. Okay. US one. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So. Mm -hmm. so how many people was this? talk in front of that you won the prize for no it's just an email though so they send me an email oh, okay. yeah yeah so it's for the i think for the symposium like okay. they have like small small symposiums right okay, okay. so for the dbp symposium yeah they just said oh yeah it's good like we recognize you as a one of the best students That's student awesome. presenters <laughs> yeah. That's great. yeah yeah i know you were uh, you mentioned it with Belinda, I think that you uh, do a lot of collaborations mm -hmm. in your research, like yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Uh, I was ever since then. I've been curious, <laughs> like yeah, no. about your collaborations. Can you tell us a bit about what you've been doing this year? Uh, yes. So basically, this year I was like kind of writing the what I have done. So that's what I did past year. But yeah, I have a lot of collaborations. Like basically, I'm in the chemistry department. But like I'm working in Foothills, like we have Anika Bernio Cancer Institute, like a professor from there. So mm -hmm. I do all my research there, the biological side and like, the chemistry side in my lab. Yeah, so Susanna is from chemistry background. The other professor is from a biological science background. Okay. So when we need something like to get any advices for uh, experimental setup or things, so we have to talk with other professors too. So. In my in my grad studies, that's the biggest advantage I got to like get a lot of feedback from other professors. So yeah, even recently, like when I go to the ACS, so we had a new method. That's that method was proposed by another professor, not the two professors I worked, but like everyone was so curious about that method, and like no, the people in that group was never heard about that. So. Yeah, I thought like it's good to have collaborations and mm. meet a lot of professors to get advice and input to my project. Yeah, that seems like... Yeah. Did you have that experience in your grad studies, collaborations? I'm trying to think about it. Um, mm. I, was, I was just going to say here that it also allows you to see the application, right? Because when you're collaborating with someone that is doing some work that may be medical related, you can also see what's the significance of your work like more mm. from a big 
picture mm-hmm. or perspective mm-hmm. and that's so good and I'm really glad that you you get that opportunity um, personally I think that I didn't collaborate with uh, other departments and that um, like I love collaborating and I think that that's something so important when you're like when you move into working I'm so good I'm so glad that you had that opportunity now because you may not have these like clear lines that I said when I was a a student. I thought, hey, if you are a chemical engineer, that's what you do, right? Like this Mm -hmm. is your box. Mm -hmm. For you, you may know that you are a a chemist, but you can do biological stuff. And Mm -hmm. like, if you ever want to pursue something that is more um, medical, Mm -hmm. you could do it. So that's very good. It's a good experience. That's what like, when I see new grads too, like if you have opportunity to like work with more than one professor Mm -hmm. and if your professor is suggesting, okay, let's do a collaboration, just that's a great opportunity Mm -hmm. for you. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. I know, uh, I know a little bit about Millen's research too. I think you're more of an organic chemist where we don't have much collaboration because we're just making molecules, right? But you went out uh, in the last few years, you've been going out and like finding opportunities to collaborate. Yeah. Yeah, through your volunteering. And yeah. Some, can you tell us a bit about that? Sure. What have sure. you been up to in the last year? Sure. Um, like this year was quite different as compared to the last couple of years. I got to travel a lot this year. Travel to Boston and then to California. And then Toronto always work or research. So nothing like vacation, but I learned and met a lot of cool people. And, and yeah, just like a sneak peek, that's how one of the collaboration for the next season podcast will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, talking about research, um, yeah, I did a collaboration with uh, someone from Coming School of Medicine this year. At the beginning of this year, uh, it was based on machine learning stuff, but super cool stuff. Got to learn some really cool stuff. Still learning about it, but, you know, just, 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 just you know, learning something new was super fun. Um Apart from that, yeah, I don't have a lot of collaborations, but, but I feel like my projects, although the theme is organic chemistry and catalysis, but they, every project is different on its own based on the technique or the instrument or the stuff that I'm applying. So I feel like in that manner, I feel like I'm doing something different, although it's, it's based on organic chemistry and catalysis. Mm-hmm. So that makes me feel like kind of like cool. I'm not, I don't get bored because... I think my personality is kind of like that. I want to learn something new. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to challenge myself every now and then. I get bored of stuff really easily. So I want to, I want something new in my professional life for sure. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that way this year was like quite um, interesting. Both traveling ways, meeting people, research. Um, I won teaching award again twice this year. Nice. Wow. And I just taught in one class. So only 20 people, right? They give a review and then winning that among like 100 something people is uh, really rewarding because I love teaching. Not a fan of grading that much, but... Um, One day yeah. I want to like sit in your class um. and see like <laughs> how you are teaching and yeah. like... Yeah. yeah. I can yeah. see you pouring your whole heart and soul. I <laughs> think so. I do that. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Like um, I, when I saw you like second time winning the award, yeah. Yeah. I should sit like and see how she's teaching. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so, yeah. that's so interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I did not expect because I only taught one class yeah. that year, right? Yeah. It's really competitive and then I don't know what they wrote right That's so, cool. so yeah. it's just like I did not expect it so that was oh, really yeah. nice um, students definitely appreciate it yeah. I think over the years I've become colder to my students because I'm like okay 
I only have so much energy and I need to put it towards yeah. my research. So even this class, I think, uh, I've asked my students not to email me on the weekend. <laughs> and someone did and I didn't answer. <laughs> Until the lab. Good and job. I was like, That's good. Yeah, That's but, so so I'm not going to win an award, but... <laughs> but it's also really cool to get some. But yeah, Millen and I also... Um, co-organized the uh, Banff Symposium on Organic Heck yeah. Chemistry. yeah, how can I forget that? Yeah, that was that super cool. That symposium was so much yeah, fun. Yeah, we invited some pretty uh, big shots. Yeah, chemists. Dr. Rankek, she's the yeah. um, senior director. At Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then yeah. Milan worked with her again because you and your prof yeah, organized Yeah, we, we organized the symposium at Triple C with her and, yeah. and Dr. Werner from Xenon Pharmaceutical. Like four of us, my, my boss, my supervisor, and then, and then from Pfizer and then Xenon and uh, myself, we organized a symposium on heterocyclic. Uh, this triple CE that was so much fun because I chaired the symposium as well. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was did, an amazing experience. Amazing. Yeah, I gave two yeah. presentations yeah. in one day, plus yeah. hosted my symposium, everything in one day. Yeah. During triple CE. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. That was fun. I was I was like, what is this wild behavior, Milan? <laughs> <laughs> she did a talk about UC science. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I was going to tell yeah. that. Like you had yeah. a talk about the site, yeah. right? Tell about great. that too. Like it was nice. I I felt really nice just to put it out there, what our team has achieved. I, I said this so many times during the presentation, it's not me. One person cannot pull this off while doing uh, research. So it's a team effort and everyone did like a really good job and, and they're not getting paid for doing this. Yeah. It requires a lot of time. When podcast editing requires a lot of time. Anna is not getting paid to do it. <laughs> no, clearly, we're broke. <laughs> but it's it's just like you want to do it. It's something that you want to contribute towards the chemistry community. So so it went really well. I was I was really proud of the work that we have done as a team. You're hilarious. You do most of the work. Remember we said that at the, our second or third episode? Yeah. We said women tend to be like, oh, it's not me. It's my team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did some stuff, but you then it's it still like it you know. Is. I did get that push yeah. from people. Right? It it is important to acknowledge the team. Yeah. But, you know. So, but you did amazing work this year. Your leadership. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Oh my gosh! Thank you guys. Yeah. That means a lot. Yeah. And I mean, you know, for Lena, your collaborations. I imagine it's Susanna that helps you find them. Whereas yes, also, yeah, yeah. But that's all. She like exactly. She's she's. She has a lot of connections. She's reaching to people and she's like, she, her research is multidisciplinary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. not only analytical chemistry. Yeah. I know she's like doing toxicology and something with the nanobubbles or something. Yeah, so that's she cool. always wants to like reach to new areas. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's why our group have like a lot of collaborations. So, exactly. working with a lot of people, everyone yeah. is working with someone else too. Exactly. So just uh, was gonna tell Milan too that uh, it it's always good in grad school to also learn how to ourselves um, establish these collaborations and you know through organizing mm-hmm. these kinds of conferences. I find um, we had this guest speaker Tom Maimoni and he's like a huge very very successful chemist at UC Berkeley and I drove him from the airport in Calgary to Banff. I was so nervous about it, <laughs> but you know, you, like we spoke, Milan and I, uh, yeah, drove him and we spoke for the whole two hours and it, he was super friendly 
And it was a great experience just realizing that, you know, he's, he's a very passionate chemist and so am I. So we have a lot in common. Yes. And these are people that you would usually fear approaching, but yeah, we, yeah, this year was a good learning experience, I think, for me as well in just these conference organizations. It's awesome that also we as a students, we take advantage of that position because so many times when I was a student, I thought that, you know, like, oh, people don't think we're doing something meaningful. But on the other hand, I think that when you're a student, people are willing to teach you so much stuff. Whereas when you go to the industry world, you have to pay for absolutely everything. Mm. Like everything you say, you can bill for that, mm. you know, so you are... I just feel so lucky to have so like many people that are so smart around me. And as we were talking, I think that um, we should definitely do an episode learning about your research because I want to hear more about it. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm so curious and I'm pretty sure our audience wants to understand a little bit. Hey, what is this like cool chemist? Yeah, that'd be really and also cool. Milan, I wanted to say yeah. that it's so it's so good to see you how you were saying, you know, like that your personality, you like learning stuff, and I'm so happy that I don't know if you're actually acknowledging that you do so much for that. Like you are, even if you may think I don't know, like research can get boring so many times because you're like doing the same thing, you're not finding things that are like changing everything. I don't know, like you know how hard it is to. Uh, remember how important it is what you're doing but I think that you're doing it in so many other areas like you're looking for collaborating with people and for leaders I know how hard it is to recognize that they do a lot you mm -hmm. know because I know I know I, I've been in that position where you feel like but I'm actually just giving the idea and mm -hmm. like organizing and delegating and like is that does that actually count as work mm -hmm. it freaking does of course otherwise people wouldn't even get together right yeah. so even these podcasts right like mm -hmm. you got us like mm -hmm. things to anna's idea but like if the side uh group didn't exist i wouldn't even you know mm -hmm. like be here mm -hmm. so recognizing what a leader does not only thinking that you know like you have to be the one who does everything I think that's that's a really important role, like because if you are not connecting people and getting people together, that's not going to happen ever. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> and now, Anna, let us hear about you. Yes. What happened? Yes. <laughs> what happened? How was the year? Tell us all about it. Well, I think I've already hinted at the fact that the pandemic was very hard on me, and uh, and then it was over but my mental health was still really affected. I think I was, you know, everything I said, the like isolation and, you know, everyone was just got so political at the same mm -hmm. time, you know, the Trump election was happening, which blew my mind, all these issues. So I kind of burnt out for three and I took three weeks off, but I've never really been able to bounce back really well so I think through this podcast I've uh, been talking to a lot of people about just their strategies for survival in grad school and beyond and just 
mental health things. So I feel like I've been getting more and more back into being motivated and loving what I do, thanks to you know my my coworkers and the people I've met here. So it's been um, really successful for me. Slowly, you know, just being good to myself and not putting too much pressure on myself to to perform too much and just yeah bearing in mind I think you said that in our last episode with Brittany that your friend said don't give everything you have to grad school um, so you have nothing left so you that that line is so close to my heart right now so you guys were not there and for the audience who would have not listened to the episode yet I had a discussion with one of my friends and she we had a she's a really really amazing friend of mine I am so thankful to have her in my life and she just said this one line to me when I was talking to her about some stuff and she said that you are giving so much to grad school I hope you have something left after exactly. you have graduated yeah that was a huge line and, yeah. and I know she was not coming from a bad place yeah and it's but it's the the importance of that line was was so much that you know don't feel empty when you're about to start your career yeah so I was like wow yeah. so you know so I'm kind of inspired yeah to like help huge, others yeah. with that so I've also been doing a lot of work this year with the labor relations committee so they're just um a committee that takes care of uh, making sure that TAs and grad students that are employed are get, like, being treated fairly yeah so I've been doing a lot of work in the department of chemistry uh, and other departments and trying to make people aware that to take care of their own mental health like if you're teeing don't spend 60 hours a week answering emails like your time is important you're getting paid 46 dollars an hour to do this ta job and if they're only paying you for 12 hours don't think like oh but 46 is so much and <laughs> I should work double <laughs> or you know if you're an international student and you uh it takes you longer to grade 14 page reports that's not your fault that's your instructor's fault for not telling undergrads to provide easy to read short reports right so i've been doing a lot of work advocating for that and really learning how to talk to people in authority who don't want to change anything <laughs> so it's been uh, very interesting uh, a rich experience for sure i mean they they say they don't want to change anything but like change is just slow yes. so i've learned that you have to be patient right you like start and you could like scratch at the surface but eventually with like hard work and positivity you can actually maybe help <laughs> you know, the people that run things, like, see your perspective. So it's been a, a really interesting year, hopefully preparing me for a good career after this. Uh, I'm gra I'm hoping to graduate in uh, in May, so. Oh, my gosh, that's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. It's so close. Hearing your oh story about how this year has been to you, I'm just thankful of people like you, Anna, because, like, taking the time for advocating for other people and that's something that I definitely see in you, like, um, like you try to remind people that they have so much value 
Yeah, yeah I mean, it takes a lot of courage to stand up for other yes, people. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, not a- not everyone can do that. Yes. I, yeah. It takes a lot of energy, a lot of effort. Mm. Um, and, you know, sometimes you're too conscious to to talk on someone's behalf but but just being able to do that well you know like doing this podcast really inspires me to do this because you know just talking about feminism and all people that like gained uh their rights someone had to speak up (laughs) someone had to and i i find it interesting it's it's a trait that you need to possess Mm -hmm. especially in professional world Mm -hmm. you you have to sometimes speak up your thoughts sometimes Mm -hmm. you really really have to Mm-hmm. And if you really don't know how to do it, it's gonna be a huge issue yeah, because you might not be able to communicate what you're trying to communicate, yeah. right? It might come out wrong, not exactly what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. So, not saying I'm like perfect or a pro at it. I'm. You are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm still learning. I still get hesitant about talking about certain stuff, but I think you know everyone has its own ups and downs. But but it's bottom line is it's an important trait to have. People, yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap this up. It's been really great catching up with you ladies. And as we've mentioned a couple times, uh, we have a few really great ideas for season two. More interviews with professors. It's coming. Yeah, season more, two is coming. More mental health Absolutely. episodes and just special episodes about yeah. different aspects of grad life. I hope... We keep working together and we're hoping if if any listeners have any stories they'd like to share with us or any perspectives, like we've given you the perspective of females in STEM and international women in STEM, but if you have any experience that you think is worth sharing, and I'm sure there's so much out there that we don't even consider because we haven't experienced it, please come forward, please write us an email or come see us in one of our offices. <laughs> well, yeah, looking forward to doing this again. Another 100 episodes. Absolutely. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. See you guys soon. Wait for season two. We are going to be back. The UC Side Podcast is created and hosted by myself, Anna Nijvietska, Milan Kaur, Laura Rios, and Thelina Jayawardana at the University of Calgary in Alberta. Our theme song is called Better Than Chocolate by the Driftwood Mob Orchestra. For more information about us, you can visit us at our website, ucalgaryside, in one word, dot O-R-G, or you can follow us on Twitter at ucalgary underscore side. And if this episode has inspired you to give us any comments, or if you have any ideas for future episodes, or just want to say hello, you can always reach us via email, which is provided in the bio. And we're looking forward to hearing from you.